0: Every Saturday is Catterday on Echoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit echoplexmedia.com/panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of Conspiracy Characters that Now Space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at twitchtv Media find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com
1: and i'm talking about the
2: echoplex patrols over here guys they're ascending masters
1: everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great thanks everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great thanks everything's fine Everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice day. The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late. I kept hitting snooze. It's just one of those days. You know what they say. It is what it is. Ignorance is bliss. When it rains, it pours. Couldn't ask for more. What goes around, comes around, all in good time. I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great! thanks everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great thanks everything's fine and everything's fine i hope you have a real nice
3: day welcome to the plex we usually do this show live every sunday at 7 p.m pacific right here on twitch yet It is Monday at 9pm Pacific right here on Twitch. Podcast listeners, uh, if I put the show out tomorrow like I should, you won't notice any difference. If I get busy tomorrow and I put the show out Wednesday, you'll notice a difference. Uh, You can support this project at patreon.com slash echoplex. Speaking of which, we're going to go ahead and give this show out as a freebie. So if you're listening on the pod and you want to know what happens after the podcast, we'll head on over to... Patreon.com slash You can get this for free. Also, eplex.store. There's no way for me to give out the members show for free there yet. But the people, good people at 4th will probably fix that for me soon. Uh, I'm Producer Dave. You can find me on Grinder. And this, this is what the people want.
4: Police officers, they've gone insane.
5: I don't hate the cops. There's a person inside when the truncheon stops Donate the cops When the raiders come Who will protect the shops Donate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop Is the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks Out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Cops Didn't hate the cops uh, Cause they don't do nothing wrong Donate the cops You can't blame them for just doing their job Donate, Donate the cops Well you gotta wonder how much would it cost For you to be shot cops. at and stabbed at by maniacs and drunks Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops, Donate the cops.
3: Well, our first segment, I guess we'll call it a segment, is more of people's reaction to Donald Trump's indictment, and I, they called it an arrest, but I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to call it an arrest. I know technically, legally, he was arrested, but they just let him go. Oh, fucking whatever. If I was charged under the Espionage Act, they'd probably just throw me in a hole, and you'd never fucking see me again. Anyway, uh, you know, how important could those documents have possibly been?
6: just to continue on with that the national security implications of a money trail through various shell corporations and accounts that make their way to biden family inc is that not significant if this all pans out as we think it will and i think it will again we're talking what's more important here i'm not saying classified documents and the way they're stored isn't important i actually think it is important but what's more important here for the future of America, the bathroom well, and- documents or what ha- what's happening with China and Ukraine? And I think people remembered that.
3: Well, what's more important? Well, I don't know. If there's some weird shit going on with China, Ukraine, and the Biden family and money laundering, they should get fucking busted too. Fuck them. But it doesn't seem like there's a lot of evidence of that. They keep talking about this whistleblower. We're going to get to that later. I've never heard shit from any of these supposed whistleblowers. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I ain't I If Biden's doing the dirt. Fuck it. He should go down too. fuck them all. Uh, but we, we're not seeing any of the dirt. I mean, we did watch that Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden movie though. That, uh, my son Hunter, that was a great fucking movie. <laughs> so up next, here's a uh, bill Barr talking about Donald Trump. I'm surprised bill Barr didn't run for president to be perfectly honest. To that standard,
7: You say Trump's alleged conduct is indefensible. So many Republicans continue to defend him. What will it say if the party, your longtime party, puts
8: him forward as their nominee? Well, that's the problem. I don't think they're actually defending his conduct, but they are saying it's unfair to prosecute him. But that then raises another question. Okay, if it's unfair to prosecute him, that's not the whole answer. The question is: Should we be putting someone like this forward as the leader of the country, leader of the free world, who is engaged in this kind of conduct? The other thing—I mean, we did it once. Not just an isolated example. Trump has, you know, has many good qualities and he accomplishes uh, good things. But the fact of the matter is, uh, he is a consummate narcissist, and he constantly engages in reckless conduct. that, that yeah, that's what they like about him. You fucking dumb fuck. Puts uh, his political followers at risk and, and, and the conservative and Republican agenda at risk. Would he put the country at risk if he was in the White House again? He, he will always put his own interests and gratifying his own ego ahead of everything else, including the country's interests. There's no question about it. This is a perfect example of that. He's like, you know, he's like a nine-year-old, a defiant nine-year-old kid who's always pushing the glass toward the edge of the table, defying his parents to stop him from doing it. It's a means of self-assertion and exerting his dominance over other people. And he's he's a very petty individual who will always put his interests ahead of the country's, his personal gratification of his, you know, of his ego. But our this country, our country can't, you know, can't be a therapy session for, you know, a troubled man like this.
9: This is not the only special counsel investigation.
3: I, that's an interesting way to put it. I don't know if it's like a therapy session for the guy. I think it's like an ego grift. I don't know. I have no idea, man. It's just like. Just like, what the fuck is going on? I just, I know I said it before, but like, if any of you in chat were charged under the Espionage Act, nobody'd ever see you again. Just the way it works, man. This is so crazy. Anyway, here's the former, this would be the former deputy secretary of the Treasury under Trump. Her name's Monica Crowley, and she's apparently the host of the Monica Crowley podcast. And, uh, going you know, to talk about uh, different spiritual planes.
10: Under a political and ideological Marxist assault now for nearly a century it began in the 1930s. It's a KGB operation. And we're now at a real tipping point. But there is a spiritual dimension to this war as well. There's something much bigger going on here than just Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, right? Or Donald Trump versus Ron DeSantis. This is happening on a much higher spiritual plane. And it really
3: is could you tell us, could enemy. you explain this? What do you mean this is happening? on a spiritual plane this is all this fucking oh this is a spirit there's a battle for the fucking soul of our country no we're just gonna have a shitty election
10: it's good versus evil and i'm so grateful for all of you what you do every single day on this network and on this show calling people's attention to the real nature of the enemy here um and you know to dutch's point everybody else here has made this point a lot of demons are making themselves known and that oh
3: that's like our thursday show
10: how totally unafraid they are of us because there hasn't been real pushback in any meaningful way. But the good news is that God wins in the end. God always. I mean, if
3: I was a demon, I wouldn't really be afraid of Monica Crowley. Would you?
10: uh prevails and i do think that more and more people are recognizing all levels of this fight and they're willing to step up and i can i can feel a real energy shift in the country so i remain optimistic I and if god be for us who can be against us right
3: well people um, shout out to right wing watch crystal healing trump energy everybody you down with that crystal healing trump energy we're gonna fight this on a spiritual plane Sometimes I'm glad that a lot of these people are fucking stupid and believe like that we're fighting a spiritual battle because when you tell people they're fighting a spiritual battle there is some chance that they're not going to actually fight the political battle because they'll be all busy over over here dealing with the fucking spiritual battle which I am all for. I am all for don't vote. Just eat, pray and love about the election or whatever for fuck's sake. <clears throat> all right up next we got a there's a Georgia had a GOP state convention, and uh, here's just uh, one example of one of the attendees being asked about the uh, recent news about um, Mr. Donald Trump assuming Twitter uh, decides to play along with us here. oh there it goes
11: Inside the state convention, his supporters are unfazed.
3: I think it's a
2: bunch of bull. Trump ain't done that wrong thing Trump done it saved this country. They're
3: not going to let it. That guy sounds like Boomhauer from the King of the Hill.
11: Mm-hmm. they can't stand the fact that he's running for president and i am a donald trump fan
3: it's uh, probably altered um, but it's just typical typical uh, liberal propaganda
10: none of the republican voters cnn spoke with had read the indictment
2: no i wouldn't waste my time on a phony indictment i don't care about the indictment, the indictment. you could
5: hey you could indict a bloney sandwich
3: so that's the the saying is that you could invite indict a ham sandwich for being a ham sandwich and you know, that's, that's a funny thing that like defense lawyers say, but they just mean that like a lot of times they feel like that their their client shouldn't have, uh, like that the evidence against their client didn't meet the requirements for an indictment and they were indicted anyway. And that's fine, but it's a ham sandwich and you it's indicting the ham sandwich for being a ham sandwich. That's the thing that lawyers say. Anyway, what we got next is a man on the street outside of the Miami courthouse. Uh, apparently uh, somebody's calling into the uh, Steve Bannon show. Steve bannon still alive
12: you find that your colleagues and your comrades down there are actually
13: your comrades more up to speed than people that watch the mainstream media
14: hundred percent we're we're pretty much um everyone's pretty much on board keeping up with the knowledge and again we always say do your research more and more people are doing the research the problem i find is that the left they know five percent they know the talking points and it's all they throw at us is talking points. When we can actually debate... But do your own research as a talking point. A whole conversation about details and get, get in, the, you know, in the guts deep down. They don't know anything. This, this dude hasn't gotten into anybody's guts in a while. If they don't know it. They call us a racist and run away. But... Uh, but
3: I mean, if I called you a racist, I wouldn't run away from you.
14: But yeah, to answer your point is... um. With the help of Bannon in a war room, and Ben, you guys are educating us, and we're we're taking that fight on the road. I thought you
3: were doing your own research.
14: Now, now Bannon is
3: educating you. And
14: we're teaching people. We're educating one by one. And they still continue to mock him. And quite frankly, like I said, as a, as an American, as a patriot, it it pisses me off that you mad about being made fun of. Nothing so ever changes you know uh uh, do this and mock him and laugh and kind of point the finger at us like you guys are idiots no we're the educated ones we're the ones who can defend our point and our position so yeah it really irritates me but
3: (laughs) so there's this idea and it isn't just like limited to the like the uh, republicans or the trumpers in fact they're not even the ones who originated it they're this idea that if you start making fun of what somebody says, it's because you can't refute what they're saying. But a lot of times when you start making fun of what somebody says, it's because you heard it 50 times before and you got some good jokes. (laughs) That's a lot of times when you start making fun of what somebody's saying, it's because you already got the jokes because they ain't telling you nothing new. So, um, this, this Trump fan is not having a good time with all of this. Uh, they, you know, Sometimes you break out and break down into tears. And, you know, it, it happens to people. But not over this.
15: Unquieter, um, a little quieter than what it was earlier. I want to bring in uh, a Trump supporter. She is here supporting the president. And you've been to many rallies. So you like to follow him and really show him that you have
11: his back. I always have his back. I'm about to.
3: He has no idea who you are, lady.
11: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, he's our president. Loves America. Loves the people of America. And we have to fight. We have to help him and support him. All of this is lies from the deep of hell. These people are from hell. Okay. We, it's evil. Yes, it's evil. We have the devil reigning right now. I just want to oh Hell cry. yeah
15: what is it about you that makes you cry you you support him so much you're always around
3: oh she's in a cult. like somebody in chat was just saying she's a member of a cult and she's watching the cult leader go down
15: We're out here in the Can you
3: imagine if like scientology's david miscavige got arrested the scientology tears would be would fill my studio
15: you follow him what is the most emotional part for you
11: the injustice that they're doing to him, the injustice that is happening in America. The
3: injustice. Lenka's mother, Lenka Coloma's mom.
11: I knew America back in 1962. I know America when it was John F. Kennedy.
3: So oh, the question, ma'am, is John F. Kennedy still alive? I know.
11: And I cry when they killed him. I was in second grade and I cried, and I'm 70 years old now, and I still love this president.
3: What guess? 94. Lord
11: Reagan, and I love this president.
15: Well, let me tell you something. This will hopefully encourage you. President Trump is very strong. He likes to win. He wins a lot. And I don't know how he does what he does, but we're going to pull him through, and he's going to pull us through. So, wipe those tears from your eyes. We'll be okay. Thank you. Yes, we're glad.
3: My God, I fucking hope Donald Trump gets convicted of this shit because just watching everybody melt the fuck down because I don't think that the the movement behind him has like the energy behind it for another J6. So it's just going to be really funny to watch. And honestly, some things about J6 were pretty funny to watch. I mean, they did take a door. And we did watch that live on this show. I watched that with like four of you or something. before people figured out that oh we're actually supposed to hang out in this channel so speaking of john f kennedy here's a guy in a q shirt this is going to be great i saw the guy in the q shirt i saw that i I saw that it appears to be the good liars and i was like oh this one's going to be fun so i didn't watch even a moment of it
16: it's a joke it's a big hoax uh we as a people all know the truth we know what what is the truth the truth is that this is a bunch of bullshit, to be honest with you. It's not real. Uh, Joe Biden, fake Joe Biden. What do you mean it's not real? It's not real. Like Joe. The, the indictment is not real? No, or I don't what? think any of it's real. I think we're watching a movie right now.
3: I yeah, think that's like lifted directly from the Q drops.
16: Truth, I think we heard that sleepy, creepy Joe is not even with us. What do you mean he's not with us? He's not with us. We're watching an actor. We're watching an actor masked up play the part because we got to wake up the people. So if 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 Joe Biden isn't... President now, who is president? We're gonna find out who's president. We're gonna find out the truth. Well, what is I'm just confused. What does JFK have to do with any of this? You'll find out. But
3: wait, do you think he's still alive
16: right now? Do I think JFK's still alive? Damn right, I think he's still alive. He's never died. JFK never died. Wouldn't he be like, he's immortal right now? He'd be 106. Oh, excuse me.
3: (laughs) He's 106. Well, what's he gonna do for you, buddy? What's he gonna do? Like, Shout out to anybody who makes it to one hundred and six, but they ain't doing shit for anybody at one hundred and six. They need your help, and if you if somebody in your community lives to be one hundred and six, you should help them if if you can, if you have the time and the means, because they probably need they probably need a hand with a few things. Don't worry, Donald. Good old Lindsey Graham, who I am sure you don't have any any dirt on or whatever. Good old Lindsey Graham has your back.
17: Oh,
0: I, I agree, and happy birthday, President Trump, because he's watching this show. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I wow. talked happy to birthday. him. Hey, hey pal, uh, you had dinner with Melania and Ivanka. We got your back.
3: So he had dinner with Melania and the first lady?
0: President Trump, we have your back.
3: Former first lady.
0: It's not about you, it's about us. You could take the Dalai Lama and making the Republican nominee that tried to destroy his life. They hate conservatism.
3: This is a bunch of... I'm not sure the Dalai Lama was a conservative.
0: Yes, President Trump, you're going to prevail. You're going to be the Republican nominee and you're going to be president
2: again. Yeah. Just hang in there. What do you make...
4: <laughs> this,
3: this is amazing. <laughs> Don't worry, I got more. I got more of all Lindsey Graham here too. Here's a, here's Lindsey Graham talking about how if you hold, if you indict President Trump, well, you could indict anyone for breaking the law, but that's how that's supposed to work. Anyway, Lindsey's going to explain it better than I just did.
0: It seems to be selective prosecution. So President Trump has every right to defend himself. I think politically, it probably makes him stronger in the primary. If the special counsel indicts President Trump in Washington, D.C. for anything related to January 6th, that will be considered a major outrage by Republicans because you could convict any Republican of anything in Washington, D.C. And I
3: fear that's. Where well, the, the indictment isn't a conviction, but
0: this is going as sort of an insurance policy.
3: I do have concerns about all the, the news about misuse of classified information. I happen to be on the Senate Intelligence Committee and I get uh, classified briefings on a regular basis. And what, uh, what they did was, uh, was unacceptable. Was, what they did wasn't classified.
18: So Senator Cornyn equating what happened in the case involving Hillary Clinton to what happened with Donald Trump there. That's an often defense that we're hearing from Republicans, even as there are different set of circumstances and facts in each of those cases. But some of Donald Trump's defenders trying to use the legislative process to pay pay back the Biden administration of sorts. One of them, Senator J.D. Vance, announcing that he would place a hold on all Justice Department nominees who are not part of the Marshal Service, but U.S. attorneys and the like, until the Justice Department changes its approach to prosecutions going forward. Any individual senator can hold up the process. U.S. attorneys in particular typically are confirmed very quickly on a voice vote, but otherwise it could go through a much more time-consuming process on the Senate floor. So that's what Senator Vance is aiming to do as Republicans in the House to looking at other ways to try to go after the investigation, undercut it by using the funding process on Capitol Hill. Even though not all Republicans are online, some of them lining up behind Donald Trump trying to defend him as a case
10: unfolds <clears throat> thank you
3: they're just gonna hold up all the nominees in the house oh, man i don't think that's gonna work though i think like they don't have a big enough majority and i think there's enough republicans in the house that are gonna break with some of this stuff um i don't think that they're like good people or whatever but i think at some point pretty soon it i think It's going to start looking politically expedient for some of the careerists in there. Some of the people who maybe want to run for president themselves one day or have people that they're supporting that they'd like to see in the Senate or the House of Representatives. It might be more expedient for them to just jump ship on all this bullshit. might be a little bit of wishful thinking, but this this has to break at some point. So uh, don't worry. Here's uh, Trump's attorney. She's got this covered.
1: Donald Trump was 100 percent authorized to keep everything he kept. Uh, And it was actually the Department of Justice that actually had to return materials because they took things they were not allowed to possess and had to return them. So if anybody is at fault of having. Wait,
3: no, no, no. When they do something like this, yeah, they took a lot of it and some of it wasn't classified and they might have given it back, assuming she's telling the truth
1: they're not allowed to possess it would be the department of justice so uh yeah i think the way that this case has been handled between the difference between donald trump and joe biden i think it speaks for itself i don't think that this is a very solid case president trump had every right to have possession of those documents
3: but he said the opposite he told people that he wasn't supposed to have them (laughs) this is a fucking shit show I think they're just counting on the fact that if this goes to trial, that there'll be people on the jury who will just refuse to convict Donald Trump for like ideological reasons. And I mean, that's not the worst bet to make. Honestly, I feel like if what, what other, what other bet would you make? Like basically jury nullification where you get some people on the jury who like just sort of nullify the law. Essentially. Here's a tiny dancer, Ben. Uh, suggesting that there's only really one fair way to do these things in the future.
17: Everybody under the sun is now attacking and attempting to prosecute and put in jail Donald Trump. And so Trump, predictably enough...
3: No, 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 there's just like two cases.
17: Okay, fine, you want to do it, I'll do it too. And this will be the game from here on out. When the Justice Department gets reduced to pure politics, you got a problem. Now, I hear people screaming, all right, well, but you just said that Trump may have committed criminal activity here. The allegations against him are very strong. That's true. The only way that you actually restore the credibility of the justice system is to have Republicans prosecute Republicans and Democrats prosecute Democrats because the minute that this. Wait, what? The aisle,
3: but then nobody would ever. Wait, what if it, if you're saying, oh, the whole thing's become too politicized. Now, let's just do it all in a partisan way so that the people uh, prosecuting you or people who are your political allies. Well, then everybody's just going to do all the corruption, Ben.
17: The aisle would become so politically polarized and partisan. That if the basic line here is that Republicans are just supposed to accept that Republicans who are guilty of crimes get indicted and Democrats who are guilty of crimes get slots on CNN and MSNBC, that is not a workable solution for anyone in order to reestablish credibility. When credibility has been lost, when an institution has lost its credibility, everybody has to do something painful. Everybody has to do something. Everybody has to make a sacrifice. The sacrifice in this particular case would be Joe Biden looking at this and saying, listen, I think that he probably committed the crime. But guess what? I'm not going to prosecute him because we believe that. Ben,
3: Ben, did you know that Joe Biden is not the one prosecuting Donald Trump? And it is. uh, The president isn't supposed to interfere with this in
17: any way. Should have been prosecuted. Or at the very least, you could. I mean, this would have been an easy call, by the way. The DOJ could have said at the same time they were doing this, politically speaking, Merrick Garland could have said, we're also bringing charges against Hunter. Right. That would have shielded maybe because Hunter is clearly guilty of a bevy of crimes up to and including violation of gun law but violation of come on ben so that could have happened they didn't do that either
3: but those aren't federal crimes and those things didn't it's they didn't happen in the same jurisdiction ben
17: again the double standard is what's going to destroy the credibility of the institution the only way to restore the credibility of the institution is even-handed application of justice against your own side not when it looks politically valuable to go after your chief political opposition and that's why this thing is going to remain incredibly polarized
3: so when the fucking <clears throat> so first of all when the when the charges in georgia drop that's going to be a state controlled by republican and uh, republicans and i think the charges won't be federal charges they'll be state charges and i, and I don't know what these people are going to say there's going to be like oh these are all fake republicans in georgia yeah georgia a place known for a lot of fake republicans <sighs> here's a here's a it's got John Eastman uh, was advising Trump to uh, pressure Pence to overturn the election, and um, here he is, uh, not too pleased with the he lost his job as a tenured law professor, and he's getting disbarred. <laughs> it's his fucking cancel culture, baby. You love to see it. I don't even know who John Eastman is, but we're gonna we're gonna enjoy this for sure.
11: Deter
19: them. They went ahead and filed a notice of disciplinary charges uh, in uh, in January. um, And uh, and now the trial begins on Tuesday and it's a full fledged trial. I mean, they're pulling out all the stops. Uh, It's
3: a full fledged trial, everybody. Not like that half trial that they tend to do when they do a half of a trial
19: it's really extraordinary the amount of taxpayer resources that are going in to to trying to disprove claims uh, uh, that that i made um, or more importantly that i had no basis whatsoever for making claims that election officials violated wait
3: no you're not on trial i think this guy just lost his fucking tenured professorship and is going to get disbarred that's not it you're supposed to be a lawyer dude
19: law uh, acted unconstitutionally in the conduct of the election. And so that's what the trial will be and the bar is calling me as its first witness on uh, on Tuesday and and the judge has ordered that it's going to be live streamed so it'll be quite a quite Ooh, a media circus I
3: suspect. That's tomorrow. Uh, I wish I I wish I had the energy to get up tomorrow morning cuz it's probably in the morning and if it's on the east coast it's probably like in the morning morning. It would be great to live stream this guy getting disbarred. <laughs> I don't even know who he is really but he seems like a ghoul and it would just be a lot of fun to like live stream with them. Watch this asshole get disbarred <laughs> up next. We got uh we got Jesse waters and uh, the 2024 election hasn't happened, but it's all ready fraudulent.
12: Let's take another look at that. Look at the bottom of the screen. Ready? Experts warn that inflammatory rhetoric from elected officials or people in power can prompt individual actors to commit acts of violence. Violent rhetoric has escalated in online forums and far-right militia groups since Trump's federal
3: indictment. Yes. This is the same thing I was saying before J6. This is, they call it in the biz, they call it chatter. The only difference is before J6, it seemed like only the people on the dystopia beat were the ones who saw the chatter.
12: This is a taxpayer-funded news station. They're using your money and telling you that the guy that you voted for is a dangerous tyrant. This is already not a free and fair election. The media is now hiding both presidential candidates from you. They're hiding Biden, so you can't evaluate him. And they're hiding Trump.
3: So- That's a dope picture of Joe Biden. Look at that. Uh, it's, but it does have a bit of davis Aruni vibes to it. You
12: can't be persuaded by him. What kind of presidential election are we going to have where the American voter isn't going to be able to see or hear from either candidate? The media has become the most dangerous thing in the United States. Beware of people who swear they're only trying to protect you.
3: Wait, But aren't you the media, Jesse waters? So there, I think maybe they have some data, some, some polling data or some information maybe that we're not privy to that, uh, tells us that that Trump may not be the nominee or that if Trump is the nominee, he's going to get fucking destroyed in the election. And they're like priming the pump for like more of this like election um, denial shit. Um, my guess would be that they think maybe Trump's done for and they don't think DeSantis uh, can beat Joe Biden. But I don't know. This is all speculation. I just know that Jesse Waters is a piece of shit. So here's a video. Uh, I could watch this all night. We could just do this for the entire show. Check this out.
11: You want to take a picture with me? A total? To the world. Let's just do it and be done. One d- more time. Okay? You want to take a picture with me? A total? To the world. Let's just do it and be
6: done, okay?
3: <laughs> you get them, little girl. You get them. Oh, <laughs> uh, so this next one, it's kind of cringe. But we're gonna run it anyway. This is a this is a, a public service announcement.
20: Are you suffering from Trump arraignment syndrome? Do you find it hard to accept that your favorite former president might have committed a few uh, oopsies? Well, worry no more. Introducing Trumpetol, the only medication specially designed for MAGA Republicans who just can't accept that Trump is a criminal. With Trumpetol, you'll experience a complete denial of reality right when you need it the most. Trumpetol specifically targets areas of your brain so that you'll be convinced it was all a deep state conspiracy, a witch hunt, or maybe just a huge misunderstanding. Thanks to Trumpetal, I don't have to read any of those dumb indictments. I mean, who needs the truth? when you got a pill. Trumpetal is not responsible for any side effects, such as strained relationships, ignoring facts, losing touch with reality, or an uncontrollable sexual attraction to your own daughter. Oh shit, okay. That's a small price to pay for your unwavering devotion. So if you're tired of those pesky legal proceedings and those annoying voices that tell you truth matters, look no further. Trumpetal is here to help. Trumpetal, making denial great again warning trumpetal is not approved by reality please consult the same person told
3: you that was a little cringe but we're gonna watch it anyway this this one is also a little cringe but we're gonna watch it anyway here
10: is there anything more heartbreaking than the tears of a conservative
3: my heart is broken
16: i had some tears in my eyes
10: every single hour all across america's conservative tv networks another sad republican cries about donald trump's indictment
12: looking a little emotional i feel the same way i don't know if voodoo's legal in new york but this is legal voodoo we didn't get so much as a speeding ticket before my father went into office at some point the guy deserves a pass
16: i don't really feel right right now living in this police
21: This is like communist level shit.
10: These men are suffering. Because Trump is suffering the consequences of his actions.
21: Men that were tough and strong and they saw me and they were crying. These aren't emotional people and they have tears in their eyes. Tears coming down their eyes. You can help these big, strong, weak little bitches.
0: Give the president some money to fight this bullshit. Give money so he can defend himself. Give the man some money.
10: You heard that blubbering elf. Call now before it's too late or before Trump gets charged with his next crime. Or his next one. Or his next one. You get
3: it. <laughs> Told you. A little cringe, but we had to run it here. So, they've been talking about the supposed Hunter and Joe Biden whistleblower for, like, kind of a long time. But they haven't presented this whistleblower. We haven't seen this whistleblower. We haven't heard any uh, statements that this whistleblower has allegedly made. Uh, nothing like that at all. Nothing from the alleged whistleblower. So here's a couple clips about the uh, whistleblower or lack thereof.
13: Two with Joe Biden accepted
3: the bribe that he used that as an insurance policy. And, and
13: this, policy. this oligarch the, the, is at, a
12: high-ranking, was a high-ranking member uh, or owner of Burisma?
13: yes. That is exactly right. So have you, you, had, have the you had any that contact you just with him? Unfortunately, nobody's had any contact with him for the last three years. You know the the Im- <laughs> because he doesn't exist. NBC makes fun of me when I said that there are a lot of people that were involved in uh, the Biden. Shenanigans that that are are currently missing, but with, with respect to this
3: oligarch, this we, is like I have a girlfriend; she lives in Canada. No, you can't meet her.
13: Know where he is? Uh, he just hasn't been seen in public in a long time. But uh, we're following the money. We we've subpoenaed bank records last week that are coming in as we speak. That we're hopeful that will show some more signs of of some influence peddling in countries including you.
3: UK- <laughs> oh you this is great here's more about the whistleblower this this one's gonna be uh it's gonna be rudy talking about the whistleblower surely if rudy giuliani thinks the whistleblower is real and i don't know uh lives in canada and you can't meet them then this must be a real whistleblower and not just a whole pack of bullshit.
2: on a day in which uh we find out that the biden's took a 10 million dollar bribe from a ukrainian michael Zoshevsky, which i I could have told you you know and did tell them three years ago and uh they followed up on none of the evidence i gave them uh they were hoping the people would disappear or die uh it's extraordinary i I gave them one witness that any investigator would uh jump uh, through hoops to go to gave them a witness who is a woman who was the chief accountant at this crooked company burisma She was the wife of the former owner who died (laughs) under suspicious circumstances. uh, And uh, she
3: was willing to give up all of the offshore bank accounts, including the Bidens. And then what happened? Oh, she doesn't exist. One of these people got taken for a ride by people pretending to be whistleblowers. Like got emails from like whistleblower at AOL.com or some shit. Like I could just imagine like this being like that's being like a bunch of trolls because I feel like these aren't the due diligence types of people. Right. You send Rudy Giuliani an email telling him you have the goods on uh, Joe and or Hunter Biden and he's just going to be inclined to believe you. Here's uh here's Marge uh, Marjorie, the gathering here. She is uh also talking about the uh whistleblower
1: What's your
19: so that guy recording these audio clips was a really smart thing for you
15: him know, to do, and so we need to find out does he have those? Incentives? I don't think we're going to find that out. There's
10: a war in Ukraine that I would argue our country is being involved in because our president is corrupt and was it was involved in this type of unbelievable so-called business. But I, I I think I think the country
1: deserves better, and, you know. And if we were if things were right, Joe Biden literally would have been. The White House and
3: But I thought you can't indict a sitting president. Isn't that what you were saying when uh, the other guy was the president? For
1: this information. But the director, Christopher Ray of the FBI, thinks that this unclassified form should not be shown to the American people and force us to read it in
3: I don't know if that's true because we, we don't have access to whatever this document is because we don't have access to it. So she might just not know the difference or she could, you know, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Marjorie the Gathering might be uh, lying. So we don't really play clips from MSNBC and we certainly don't play clips from uh, Rachel Maddow generally. But I, I have some uh, I have some thoughts on uh, this right now.
6: Judges are supposed to. Now, I need to say that former President Trump has just started uh, making public remarks, just as he did on the evening of his first arraignment on criminal charges. That was April, when he was booked on 34 felony counts brought by the state of New York. Now, tonight, after his arraignment on federal felony charges, he's speaking again, this time to an audience of his supporters that's gathered for a, a campaign fundraiser tonight at his, his golf club and summer home in New Jersey. Um, we knew heading into this that he was planning to make these remarks. We are prepared for his pre-fundraiser remarks tonight to again be essentially a Trump campaign speech. Because of that, we do not intend to carry these remarks live. Um, As we have said before in these circumstances, there is a cost to us as a news organization to knowingly broadcast untrue things. We are here to bring you the news. It hurts our ability to do that if we live broadcast what we fully expect in advance to be a litany of lies and false accusations, no matter who says them. And I do not say this with any glee. I hope it is clear that this is not a glib decision. We take our responsibilities seriously. We revisit decisions like this all the time. We make the best call that we can in real time, every time. But tonight, our call is this. We will monitor that speech by the newly indicted former president. We will not carry his remarks live. If he says anything newsworthy, we promise we will... Turn that
3: right around and bring it back to you. We'll be- <clears throat> so, this would be, all be well and good if this lady didn't burn down her fucking career during the Mueller investigation by fucking chasing ghosts in the night. Any rumor, any little tidbit of whatever the fuck she thought she could find about Trump and Russia, she would just report on it. Like, she gave like a few friends of mine brainworms during the Russia investigation. So it's not that people shouldn't have reported on that. It's like her reporting on it was irresponsible. She reported on a lot of rumor and innuendo and she herself spent a lot of time fucking speculating. And so like, <clears throat> just like just coming from her after, after what happened during the Mueller investigation, like this, this kind of, for me, it like it falls real flat. And I'm not saying the the news organization shouldn't have covered the Mueller investigation, but they certainly could have they certainly and many did, they certainly should have done it in a much more responsible way than Rachel Maddow did. And she did it all for viewers and she burned down her career and lost credibility in the process. And that's a shame. You know, not everybody necessarily liked her delivery or whatever, but she was generally a pretty good reporter. And then a pretty good anchor. And, uh, well, now she got a podcast and she comes on MSNBC like once a week. So it is what it is. Here's a, apparently the, uh, house GOP is trying to ban pride flags at the department of veterans uh, affairs facilities because it's too woke. And, uh, rep Mark poke representative Mark Poken is like, well, no.
13: Mr. Pocan. Oh, Pokan. Madam Chair. Um, so, I guess this is the anti woke amendment. I know some of your folks talked about at the beginning of the session. We're cutting a couple hundred million from construction for veterans and then we're combining it with the culture wars. Now, granted, the word war would maybe have something to do with this bill, but most of the other provisions in this amendment have very little to do with uh, a MILCON bill, uh, talking about abortion and gender-affirming care, diversity, equity, inclusion, and apparently uh, the fear of some cloth, uh, banning pride flags at our veterans' facilities uh, across the country. I I, I don't know if you know it, but simply uh, looking at a pride flag will not make you gay, so that is not a concern you should have. Um, but
3: What if it if, did though? That'd be this great This
13: is the amendment to really be anti-woke Why are you stopping here? Let's go full gusto, alright Let me suggest some other things Why don't we ban Bud Light, right Because I believe drinking Bud Light makes you gay Isn't that the new thing that some folks are saying um, Chick-fil-A I know this has got to hurt when I say it But Chick-fil-A has an executive now In charge of diversity, equity, inclusion They're out of here if we're going to make this anti-woke NASCAR, NFL, Major League Baseball, no more. We can't show them on TVs in any facilities for veterans because they've all celebrated Pride Month. So, you know, let's do this right if we're going to go there. You know, some other areas, maybe a study on military decorations. When you think about all the medals that people wear and the beautiful shades of red and orange and yellow, <laughs> and green and blue and purple. Now, that could be misconstrued by some people. So perhaps we should have uh, something a little more manly. Maybe we give out bullets instead, right? Because most mass shootings are done by men. The only problem is we can't give that to women because that might send the wrong message. Um, <laughs> you know, barracks. We should ban bunk beds in barracks. Think about it. Men sleeping on top of or on the bottom of other men.
3: I mean, we don't even want to <laughs> go. There, Get them, get them, so, old man.
13: Issues. So get them Mr. Clean. Barracks, bunk beds, and barracks. Look, I get anti-woke, but at some point, anti-woke is also anti-sane and we look ridiculous. Uh, there is an article in Newsweek magazine the last 48 hours talking about how all of this anti-LGBTQI plus stuff that is going on is exactly out of Vladimir Putin's playbook. In fact, someone who left Russia said those exact words, and here we are putting Vladimir Putin's playbook into a MILCON bill. What we need to remember is there are 65,000 active duty people in the military right now who identify as LGBTQI+. A million veterans who have served our country who identify as that. So instead, we should be saying thank you, not get lost, hit the road, or just leave. And that is the message every time we put this anti-wokeness into something that should be a very responsible Milcon bill. And instead, uh, here we are uh, thanking Uncle Vlad and putting his policies into this. Look, this amendment and this bill fail our veterans, especially our LGBTQ veterans, and I will oppose
3: it. Get him, Mr. Clean. The leaning on Vladimir Putin stuff, I kind of don't like, but it it certainly speaks to a a specific audience that he might be trying to appeal to. So I do understand. I don't know if uh, I don't think these people I don't think this uh, moral panic about queer people is a Russian op. I think this is just kind of homegrown hate. Anyway, you're not going to believe this next one. Here's uh, George Santos uh, talking about preserving the integrity of the House of Representatives.
22: Hi, Congressman George Santos here. I'm here today to talk about Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna's resolution to censure Congressman Adam Schiff of California. Congressman Schiff continually pursued scurrilous accusations against President Trump for the entirety of his presidency, alleging that the president and his campaign colluded with the Russian government. This has now been proven to be patently false.
3: That's not what anybody proved it to be. People around Trump got fucking indicted for this shit.
22: As if it wasn't a painfully obvious witch hunt before. Additionally, the measure would find the former House Intelligence Committee chairman $16 million, just half the cost of the fabricated investigation. Congressman Schiff abused-
3: I'm sorry, is this what it looks like when other gay men refuse to do your hair for you?
22: ...power to pursue the Trump campaign and its campaign staff. This abhorrent behavior is unacceptable for a member of Congress. Congressman Schiff has called this resolution to censure a, quote, terrible misuse of House precedent and resources and an attack on the Constitution. I would suggest Congressman Schiff look inward and more closely consider his remarks. This investigation is what, in fact, was a terrible waste and misuse of taxpayer money. To not carry out a censure would be a miscarriage of justice and a dereliction of our sworn duty as members of the House of Representatives. <laughs> we must preserve the integrity of the U.S. House. Get the
3: fuck out of here.
22: And censure Adam Schiff today.
3: Go win a volleyball tournament about it, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> we, and did you, at the end, do you like, there was some kind of weird mic drop moment at the end where he like leaned back like he was like, I don't know, the fucking, like a gangster or something. Get the fuck out of here. Well, you know what's fucked up, though? This guy might get reelected. I'm not kidding. Next time he's up for a ele- you think that you're going to bet against him in 2024? I'm not. Here's uh J.D. Vance is uh, calling for. <laughs> you just got to hear this. This is, this is some Peter Thiel shit right here. Check this out.
9: Uh, it's hugely significant and this is the argument i make look i'm obviously i've endorsed donald trump but i would make this argument to people who are not going to support donald right. trump this is really not about who was president it's about the office of the presidency itself do you use that office to harass your political opponents or do you use that office to enforce the law
3: the miami federal prosecutor not the president is the one who filed the charges
9: What we're seeing here is such selective enforcement that you're absolutely right, it's going to destroy the people's faith in equal administration of the law. If you have Democrats facing one set of principles and Republicans facing the harshest application of the law, then you're going to eliminate people's faith that the law is about what you do and whether you do it the right way and not about politics. Who's gonna
17: sign up for that military? That's
9: exactly right. Why are you gonna sign up for a military? We're
3: already having problems recruiting for the military, for whatever whatever reason.
9: Why are you gonna send your kids to, to law school? Why are you going to pay your taxes? The entire foundation of this country is that whether you're a Democrat or Republican we all face the same justice system Joe Biden's Department of Justice is going to war against that principle they're going to break the country unless we stop it
22: uh JD
3: the prosecutor's office a federal prosecutor uh, from Florida no less is the one who leveled the charges not <clears throat> the president of the United States the president of the United States has actually not said shit about it because that's what he's supposed to do he's supposed to not say shit about uh Ongoing investigations and prosecutions by the Justice Department. If Hillary Clinton would have been indicted by the Justice Department when Trump was the president, my God, he would have been running his mouth about that shit. He would have been talking about it in his sleep next to Ivanka. Like, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, here's a guy we haven't seen in a while. It's uh, Bill Mitchell, a terrifying goblin of a man. Um, Apparently, he's not uh, on that Trump train anymore. Uh, so this guy was a big QAnon guy during the height of QAnon. Not on the Trump train.
23: Pretty weird. I have come to an epiphany, a moment, and I announced this on my Twitter feed the other day that I am all in for Governor DeSantis become the GOP nominee. And if President Trump somehow makes it across the finish line, overcomes all these indictments, all these problems, all these enforced errors, The lies, the obfuscations, the moving left. If somehow his core base drags him across the finish line and he becomes the GOP nominee, I will be stepping down as a a political
3: pundit because- To be fair, I haven't run a video of you in almost two fucking years. I thought you had already stepped down. Fucking pilled ass weirdo. Uh,
23: At that point, the GOP will no longer make any sense to me. And I feel like we will, as a nation, have missed an incredible opportunity to turn over the reins to one of the most competent, intelligent, strategic, faith-based, character-based leaders
3: of our generation. Dude, when you have lost Adrenochrome, Bill, I think things are looking bad. Literally, this dude was fucking in like 2020. This dude was on his channel talking about like drinking baby blood and shit. Dude was fucking just, I mean, he might've invented the pill that everybody else was pilled on. This was, that was one of the most QAnon ass motherfuckers in the whole world. And he's like, not on the Trump train. Shit's going to get weird. If that guy then comes out and endorses Joe Biden, shit's going to get weird. Anyway, here's uh Paul Paul Gosar. He's going to talk about um deputizing the citizens to uh, look over the J6 videos for uh Antifa, which is a little bit weird.
2: Well, I, I like the fact that you said it was an opportunity. Cuz I want to go back to those to those uh, videotapes. A picture's worth a thousand words, is it? Is Correct. One? Yes. They're all going to come after us regardless. Yes, sir. So it seems to me like we ought to be making this push and, and maybe turn the tide. And for example, how about a bounty? Make everybody deputies. Look, look in those, those tapes as to... Uh,
3: Did you hear that fucking person? Listen.
2: People that are... Uh, look in those, those tapes as to uh, people that... Are, make everybody deputies. And look... <laughs> Somebody's
3: hot mic was like...
2: <laughs> look in those, those tapes as to people that are undercover. Antifa.
23: The pipe bomber. Yeah. Absolutely
3: right. The pipe bomber. Must have been Antifa. Uh, the the running hypothesis in the chat is that that was Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> oh, man. That guy... If you deputize everybody, well, most of the people are most of the people like more people voted for Joe Biden. So if you deputize everybody, most of the deputies are going to be not on your side. Stupid motherfucker. Here's the uh, here's Fox and Friends accusing the uh, White House of violating the flag code, which, by the way, isn't really a law and it's kind of stupid. But also I'd be willing to bet that the White House didn't violate whatever the flag code is. They probably asked before they did whatever this is.
21: I just want to get your thoughts very quickly. The administration celebrating uh, Pride Month in the LGBTQ plus community uh, with a display at the White House. I want to show it for the folks at home. Uh, They're being accused of violating the U.S. flag code over a a Pride Month display. Basically, this display has the pride flag in the middle of it. Uh, Anyone who knows the law knows that you have to have the American flag in the middle. And that's
3: not even the flag code. It talks about that the American flag can't be lower than other flags. It doesn't say that it has to be in the middle. But the flag code's also fucking stupid.
21: Circumstance like that, and it's to be elevated. Your quick thoughts on that before we go.
15: Yeah, you know, it might seem like just a tasteless violation of flag etiquette here, but the message that the Biden administration is sending is pretty clear. This ideology runs America. It's the new state religion. Fuck yeah. The Americans see this and are offended by it, not because they oppose equal rights, not
3: because the Twenty-Eighth Amendment be gay and do crime. <laughs> because they oppose,
15: you know, love who you love. It's because they see this flag and they see the destruction of women's sports and women's private spaces, the indoctrination oh. of their children, the politi- politicization of the medical. Community, this is what happens. In California, just this week, California Democrats are trying to pass a law that would criminalize parents who refuse to use their children's preferred pronouns.
3: No, they're not passing. There's no such law. They're trying to bill C-16, that shit. I don't even know what the law is. A lot
21: of
15: Americans see that and
21: recognize that. Kaylee McGee White, Washington Examiner, Kaylee McGee White. Thank you so much for spending time with us this morning. We'll have you back. Thanks again.
3: (laughs) Fuck the flag code, but also. I guarantee like whatever the flag code is, they didn't violate it. Anyway, we don't cover a lot of country music people, but uh, here's Garth Brooks, kind of a real one.
4: Um, Let's address two things uh, on it. One is um, diversity, inclusiveness. That's me, it's always been me. Uh, We got the same kind of thing on We Shall Be Free Uh, people you know, wanting to burn our stuff. And so I get it, everybody's got their opinions, but inclusiveness is always going to be me. I think diversity is the answer to the problems that are here and the answer to the problems that are coming. So I love diversity, all included, so all are welcome. I understand that might not be other people's opinions, but that's okay, man. They have their opinions, they have their beliefs. I have mine. Um, Second thing though, just let's talk about being a bar owner. I'm a bar owner now. Are we going to have the most popular beers in the thing? Yes. It's not our call if we don't or not. It's the patrons call, the bosses, right? And bring them in there. If they don't want it, then I got to go to the distributor say, hey man, your stuff's not selling. And then the action gets taken, right? But the truth is, it's those people in those seats that make those decisions. And that's what Friends in Low Places is going to be. So here's the deal, man. If you want to come to Friends in Low Places, come in. Come in with love. Come in with tolerance, patience, Come in with an open mind, and uh, it's cool. And if you're one of those people that just can't do that, I get it. If you ever are one of those people that want to try it, come. Uh, let's, let's go have some fun, okay? So I don't know how to explain it any better than that, other than what was just said. So we good? Good.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you just got to love, like, a good old boy just being like, hey— you- stop being an asshole and like what he said about the beer is true if the beer you are if the beer you have on tap or in the fridge isn't selling you go to the distributor you go don't bring me any more of this because we're not able to sell it get me a different beer this is business baby that's how you run a bar and if the Bud Light doesn't sell fucking yeah he'll get rid of the Bud Light at the bar <clears throat> but not for any like sort of culture war reason just because he's a capitalist he wants to sell you more beer and so if there's a beer you'd rather have at his bar it's probably overpriced. Bar, let's let's get real here. Uh, Bud Light ain't going to be no five bucks at this guy's bar. It'll be twelve. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford <laughs> always kind of been uh, uh, outspoken and generally right about things. Check this out.
7: In terms of real life resonance, Indiana Jones has taken on this elevated symbolic significance in recent years because we've actually seen bizarrely a proliferation of actual real life Nazis parading around and some of them are getting punched. So what I want to know is would the ultimate Nazi puncher, Indiana Jones, would he, would he support these people doing the
23: punching? he push him out of the way uh, to to get in the first, the first punch shot. as w- as well he should
4: yeah
23: uh, that was a black and white world mm-hmm. and this evil presented itself to the world mm-hmm. it i mean it's in, it's it's uncalc- it's incalculable that that this that this vision of, of evil not be confronted
3: Man, that guy's crashed a lot of airplanes and still seems to have his wits about him too. I don't know if you know if you look up Harrison Ford. I don't know if he's crashed a lot of airplanes, but he's 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 crashed airplanes. He's a uh, that's a that's a that's the right answer though. It's like uh, actually Indiana Jones would be like me first, or you first after me. So here's a guy named Kent Christmas. And he's going to talk about being born in blood, and this is just like this is like a straight up like incitement right here. Uh, Shout out to Right-Wing Watch, by the way. Couldn't do this show without Right-Wing Watch.
2: I am at war with evil. Hallelujah. This is one preacher that's not backing down. I can tell you this, I will give my life for the gospel.
3: Oh, no, you won't. You're a grifter.
2: You want to know why the Muslim faith? has had its advancements is because the Muslims were willing to die for their belief. They were willing to strap bombs to their chest. They believed in the afterlife. God give us some men and women that'll get a hold of some passion in their
3: spirit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just like straight up, the guy, the, the guy right here in the middle is raising his hand, but it's not in praise. He's like, sir, are you calling for terrorism?
2: will lay down my life for the gospel. This same was born in
3: blood. Well, just walking right up to that line, aren't we, Kent Kent Christmas? Right up to that line, right up to that inciting violence line, just right up to it. <clears throat> we are still in the uh religious batshittery part of the docket. I've a feeling the show's not going to go 2 hours this, this week, but that's okay. We're giving the uh, rest of we're giving the whole show out to the members. Um, here is <clears throat> two of our favorite people obviously. <clears throat> we got Kirk Cameron and we got Sean Foigt. And they're going to talk about a country where Christians are making the laws because that's never been the case in the United States. None of the pres- presidents, not even all of them, have ever been a Christian. Freedom
17: isn't free it requires us to love god get back to the original american covenant of being in relationship with god and and helping one another and
0: then applying all that to church family and civil government what 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 is your take on this because i mean i get hit with this all the time it's it's kind of the body language looks like he would be
3: saying what are you thinking about
0: it's actually in some ways i've kind of just admitted to it but like i hope they kiss rolling stone came out with an article last week i was speaking at a church and i just said you know what this talk of christian nationalism this pushback against uh against christianity against doing this kind of things you know because people say is that a coloring book Deconstructed former christians would say you don't need to shove god in everything and i said this i said listen this is what they hit me on i want a country where christians are making the laws i want a country where believers are engaged in every sphere of society.
3: Did you know that the United States was formed by a bunch of people who didn't think the Church of England should be making the laws? Among other things, but that was one of their gripes. A country where, like, there is no law outside of the biblical moral law. Like,
0: that is the only compass in all of human history where else are you going to base your law and so i began to speak about this and it was funny because they did this big article and it causes pushback and all these satanists and anarchists and psycho people were sending me death threats but
3: i actually do believe you didn't get any death threats nobody wanted to kill fucking noodle hair (sighs) yeah just straight up uh, white christian nationalism that's all that is just just straight up not even trying to pretend that's not the case so um our next story, we're moving into, well, the sort of misinformation, disinformation part of the show. Uh, there's a video that went around of somebody harassing Dr. Peter Hotez. Uh, we're not going to run that. I'm not going to run a video of somebody harassing a man at his own home on Father's Day. But what I will say, and maybe I'll be a little careful here, a guy who went to Peter Hotez's house on Father's Day to harass him, i uh, be glad that I'm not that man's son. So here's um, Mr. Hotez on a show of a, I've seen this guy's show. Uh, this is Pete Dominic He's a generally does like kind of pro science, skeptical content. And uh, <clears throat> he's talking about <clears throat> the harassment that he's been subject to by Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. He, he would have
0: you on because you are a respected, credible voice. And I'm not sure how much he challenged you at that point, but. After when COVID began and he started trafficking in some of these conspiracy theories and having doubts and all of that, you contacted Joe via email, via DM on Twitter. You guys had had correspondence before and he never replied to you. Is that correct?
24: Well, you know, I yeah, I mean, I, I was I was on twice on I don't know if it was called the Joe Rogan experience or what, but when back when he was in L.A. before he moved yeah. it to Austin and Pre-COVID. Um, and what's that? Pre COVID. Well, once was pre COVID. Once was as COVID was was oh, getting underway. Okay. And um, you know he could be challenging, and and you know there, I you know I can't say it was totally smooth, but it was it was reasonable, and I thought it was a very good discussion. Again, how. We're making vaccines, you know, out of the out of the pharma sector, doing this nonprofit, making vaccines for the world. And and then afterwards he came to Houston for his uh comedy show in the Toyota Center. And and I got I went backstage with my, my youngest son and we hung out, had a beer, you know, it was it was fun, you know. And I, I you know, I mean I even thought of him as sort of a a friend of sorts and and, and then when Covid really started getting bad. I want that. I wrote to him, uh, emailed him a couple of times, several times in 2021, and then no response. And once more in 2022, one to talk about our vaccines and again how we're bypassing the pharma sector. And also, I was concerned because he was starting to invite some pretty hard-hitting anti-vaccine types on his show. And 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 as that Delta wave was starting to roll through the south, through the southern states of my state of Texas, you were seeing all these unvaccinated Texans and my neighbors losing their lives because they believed the anti-vaccine disinformation. And I wanted to come on and you know tell people to get their their vaccines. but at that time he didn't respond.
3: Never
0: responded to you.
24: Yeah, that's right. And the- yep, and
3: now he wants this guy to come on and debate a uh, crank, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. who has no medical background, none at all. So here's him on the Mehdi Hassan show responding to this too. And I think he's he's, uh, doing this right. He's not going to debate RFK Jr. If RFK Jr. wants to get up into this conversation, we have a process by which he could do it. He could publish a paper, put it in a, a journal, subject it to peer review. That's work. And also, then you're getting subjected to peer peer review. Unfortunately, if we did real peer review, other cranks would just look at it, right? So, you know, we'll see how this all shakes out, but I I have a feeling by next week we'll have largely forgot about this because Dr. Hotez is handling this pretty well.
21: Contrary to what RFK Jr. and other anti-vaxx nuts have claimed, there is no connection between vaccines and autism, no connection, no established documented connection between vaccines and serious diseases or mass death vaccines tend to save lives across the board do they not that's what the peer-reviewed evidence overwhelmingly shows does it not and people are dying right now from covid still because the evidence on covid vaccines efficacy is being ignored or shouted down on social media
24: well there's there's three three or four moving parts to this so um i've been i'm a vaccine scientist i make low costs patent-free vaccines for low- and middle-income countries, or we made 100 million doses of, we made two vaccine prototypes that led to 100 million doses being administered in India and Indonesia, no patents, minimal strings attached, so we actually found a way to bypass the pharma companies, and yet RFK Jr. incessantly calls me a pharma shill when, if anything, our vaccines maybe kept Pfizer and Moderna out of markets in India and Indonesia, so I don't understand that piece, and then I, the reason I got involved with RFK Jr. in the first place is I have uh, an adult daughter, Rachel, who has autism and intellectual disabilities, and wrote the book "Vaccines Did Not Cause Rachel's Autism," that refuted all of his false claims, and 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 that's been you know he's been uh, kind of after me uh, ever since then, and now he's uh, at it again, and but this time you know. Elon, it's, it's, I'm sorry. This time, Eddie, it's it's caused something really terrible, and that is during our COVID pandemic. I have a new book coming out that basically says 200,000 Americans needlessly perished because they believe the anti-vaccine disinformation and refuse to take a covid vaccine during our delta wave and ba1 omicron wave in 2021 22 after vaccines were widely uh, available so the point is anti-vaccine disinformation it's always done a lot of damage and harm but now it's a yeah. lethal force in the united states and that's why we that's why we have to have that discussion and i offered to come and talk to go on Joe rogan again i've been on a couple of times yeah. and have that discussion with him but not to turn it into the Jerry Springer show with having RFK Jr. on.
21: <laughs> well, so it's, it's sad because I said, I'm so fed up with the debate me, debate me, uh, because it's not really about the debate. If it was about finding out information, as you said, you've already written about vaccines and autism. You've already spoken and written about COVID vaccines. I think you've been on MSNBC and other channels hundreds of times since the start of the pandemic. People can hear your views and the evidence you bring to this. So they're not actually interested in evidence. And it saddens me that you're a man who basically has saved lives abroad uh, with the vaccines you've developed, whereas RFK has contributed to a culture, a vaccine misinformation culture, that has led to the deaths, as you say, of hundreds of thousands of lives, and yet he's the one being celebrated by tech billionaires like Musk and Jack Dorsey while you're being smeared and defamed. And I would say, I don't know if you've agreed to debate or not. My advice is not to, and people might find that surprising because I wrote a book about debate, but I just think there's a time and a place for a debate. I don't think a historian of World War II should debate a holocaust denier i mean, just do you know that's do, that's Dude, that's a good point I yeah i don't think these debates between experts and cranks do anything other than elevate the cranks yep
3: that's that's it right there <clears throat> the other one is like and one of the things i get mad about about with the so-called uh skeptic community is there's this group of skeptics who are just they just are debating like a bunch of flat earthers they were doing it all through covid too they weren't like and they're like skilled rhetoricians. They do a good job when they're debating people. But they were they they like were, had been debating flat earthers before, and they were you know pretty you know it was pretty funny because they would humiliate the flat earther. But then during COVID, none of them switched to debating like anti-vaccine propagandists. Right now these these aren't like doctors or medical professionals or whatever. These are talking heads uh, like me and that's who should be debating the anti-vaccine propagandists because their job is rhetoric, and so is the other parties. So that's, that's like my take on this. If RFK Jr. wants to debate somebody about vaccines, I'm your Huckleberry baby. I'm, I also don't know, I'm also not a medical expert, and I have strong opinions on uh, vaccination. I'll talk to you, motherfucker. The, the difference is I won't be polite. I'd tell him that he's worse than Ted Kennedy. Anyway, here's uh, Matt Taibbi on the fucking Jesse Waters show. <laughs> I can't believe, like, yeah, yeah, he'd get gay, Steve. I'd show up, like, fucking five drinks in. <laughs> anyway, here's uh, here's Matt Taibbi talking to uh, Jesse Waters.
12: Really quickly, please give the U.S. journalist some advice on how... They should go about pursuing this story because Grassley and Comer can't do everything. The press has to get involved here. How would you, as an investigative journalist, pursue this story about audio tapes of Joe Biden with Burisma?
3: Um, I, if if the if he doesn't say, I would find the tapes. <laughs> if the first thing out of his mouth isn't well, I would need to find the tapes before I do anything with them. Which isn't what he's going to say, right? He's going to act like the tapes exist. I mean, I always think that
12: journalists can't go wrong if they just, you know, pr- print whatever is true. I think if you go into the... Uh, the story with the idea that you, you don't really care, um, you know, who the, the, the characters are and whether or not uh, the results are going to favor one party or another. Uh, the important thing is just to figure out what actually happened and tell the audience the, the, that information and, and leave it up to them.
3: Is that what you do with uh, the Twitter, with Twitter files? That
12: information. That's how they should go about it. And the fact that they haven't done that is why they've lost so much trust
3: and so much audience in the last five or six years. You're right about that. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. So the answer wasn't, well, I would need to find the tapes because that's the answer, right? If you're like, hey, there are these tapes and uh, how would you report on them? I'd be like, well, the first thing I would do is uh, find them and uh, listen to them. I'm in. A, I'm looking into something right now where first thing I need to do is find out what the fuck's going on and get some reliable information about it. And that wasn't his answer. He's like, oh, just print the truth. Well, it's like, well, that's... No, no, no. no. This guy was like a stenographer for Apartheid Clyde for a while until... Uh, apartheid Clyde got mad at him for uh, not leaving Substack for Twitter. And he all he did was took information that Elon Musk gave him and printed it. And that's like not even, it's it's stenography. So, that yeah, the answer there, I'm just telling you. The easy answer is, well, f- where are the tapes? Do we have the tapes? Oh, we don't have the tapes? Nothing to report about the tapes at this time, then. My God. Well, here's a RFK. Here's a couple clips of RFK Jr.'s last appearance on Joe Rogan. One of the unfortunate things is that Joe Rogan or somebody who works with him is a bit of a litigious sort. And we couldn't, for example, if we wanted to run this interview in long form and uh, talk about it, because uh, we would probably, I would probably end up, if I made habit of that, I'd probably end up with some DMCA claims on my Twitch account here's the first clip uh, that uh, Michael Hobbs of uh, the maintenance phase podcast also of if books could kill. that's the first clip here that he pulled of this.
2: Well, Wi-Fi radiation is uh, does all kinds of bad things including causing cancer.
3: No just I mean you just drop your connection if you're on Wi-Fi. that's why I run cables to the audio computers here. That's the problem with Wi-Fi is you just lose your connection shouldn't stream on Wi-Fi.
7: Wi-Fi radiation
2: causes? Yeah, 10. from your cell phone. I mean, there's cell phone tuner- tumors. You know, that, I mean, I'm representing hundreds of people who have cell phone tumors behind the ear. It's always on the ear that you favor with your cell phone. Oh, um, and you know, we have the
3: this... You know, re- you're not. You're not. You're not representing people. You're not doing any fucking cases. He's just lying right now so
2: if anybody lets us in front of a jury, they, it will be over. You know, we so what is, what is the number? Because a lot of people there's yourself, a lot of people with it. They're glioblastomas. That's the kind of cancers that they get. But cancer's not the worst thing. They also, you know, it opens up Wi-Fi radiation opens up your blood-brain barrier, and so all these toxins that are in your body can now go into your brain. How does Wi-Fi radiation open up your blood-brain barrier? You yeah, now it doesn't. Beyond my uh, my okay. expertise, I, I, but what? There are, there are, I'm going to use a number here and you're going to think it's hyperbole, but but it's not. There are tens of thousands of studies that show the horrendous danger of Wi-Fi radiation.
3: Are there? The problem like this, there's studies. Okay, well, I just, my next question is always like, well, how how did those studies do when they were subjected to peer review? Did they do well? Did they do poorly? Because, like anybody can publish things there's a lot of pay to play journals out there where people with an agenda or people who just did bad work can publish things so the fact that there's a lot of studies it doesn't really matter like you gotta you gotta like wonder like well what did the peer review of this look like and uh who knows I would imagine you know not great so here's a RFK jr on uh old Geordie Peach show <laughs> This one is, this is literally, I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay.
2: I've seen the climate apocalypse use fear to induce something uh, approximating the same kind of level of tyranny as far as I'm concerned that characterized the The vaccine lockdown. Help me sort that out and and understand where you stand. I see these huge levels of depression and despair, uh, loneliness in kids, and I don't think that there's a single cause to it. Um, And I think blaming it on you know depression about climate is probably oversimplistic. In fact, I think a lot of the problems we see in kids, and particularly boys, it's probably underappreciated that. Uh, How much of that is coming from chemical exposures, including a lot of the sexual dysphoria that we're seeing? I mean, they're swimming through a soup of toxic chemicals today, and many of those are endocrine disruptors. There's atrazine throughout our water supply. Atrazine, by the way, if you in a lab put atrazine in a tank full of frogs, it will chemically castrate and force forcibly feminize. Every frog in there and 10% of the frogs, the male frogs will uh, will turn into fully viable females able to produce viable eggs. If it's doing that to frogs, it could. There's a lot of other evidence that it's doing it to human beings as well.
3: One, you're not a frog. And two, well, mostly you're just not a frog. That's it. Yeah, we don't know, like, when in, on the study they're talking about, we don't know, was there a, a lot of, um was there, like, extra male frogs in the population? We just don't know. Uh, I haven't read the study. Um Maybe we'll have Marcus on. We we need to probably have Marcus on the show soon to, like, talk about some uh, medical misinformation because there's a lot of shit going on. And uh, I like Marcus, so. Here's uh Dave Rubin in fucking... Orban's Hungary, a place where it's they're trying to outlaw being gay, but it's you know Dave's you know one of the good ones, and uh, he's talking to Rod Dreher, and they're going to talk about how a uh, sweet and nice Viktor Orban is.
25: Viktor Orban, I've come to find out since then, I've met him a couple more times and read more about him. Now that I live here, I mean he's everywhere. Here's a man who is a real visionary and Americans just don't know about it because our media and the Republican establishment are keeping him at arm's length. But when
3: I invite Americans over, I meet, like, meet you coming over here. If you meet Orban or if you spend any time- Like, dude, you, you're like an American expat that moved to Hungary because you like the fascism.
25: You realize he is not, and this country is not what we're told. And in fact, this guy, I think- sees the future for the right i told you i just spent 15 minutes with him by chance we walked over there and he was able to say hi friendly warm
3: and just immediately just wanted to tell me why he loves this country does dave know what useful idiot means (laughs) he he hates communism so i thought he should know what useful idiot means (laughs) and in essence to distill it down he basically said it's our country
25: and we don't want to be told how to live and i thought man we could use a little of that absolutely in america uh he was talking about how the virus he calls it a virus of wokeness of gender ideology of open borders migration all of it is designed to dissolve
3: oh but you're not going to mention what he said about homosexual men because dave's sitting there nation state and to dissolve peoples if we're going
25: to hold on to what makes us who we are we need to stand up against it call it out for what it is and don't be fooled by it well, what we have to do is unite our country america around the but i thought you were you said you live in hungary now Also, the constitution you know, and not to be afraid to talk about the importance of free speech and things that are in the Bill of Rights that are under constant attack by the woke. When you see what Desantis is doing in Florida by going in, taking on woke capitalism with Disney and trying to get DEI and wokeness out of the schools, that's pure Orban, and it's yeah, that's bad. That's going to work.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, Dave's a useful idiot for somebody like Victor Orban, right? Because Orban, uh, he's an American citizen. So, you know, I don't think that Orban would have him arrested or anything for uh, being gay in his country that would cause an international incident. And uh, Orban doesn't really want an international incident. But also, somebody like Dave Rubin's pretty useful to somebody like Victor Orban, right? Like on the international stage, Dave has a non insignificant uh, following and viewership full of a lot of right wingers. Pe- People who Orban might want to cozy up to people who aren't just like regular, just your standard right winger, but maybe some people with power, people who pull the levers of power in the United States and possibly in Europe. So, yeah, Dave's a useful idiot. Uh, If you asked him what that meant, he would just say, oh, it's a communist thing. I don't know. It's bad. But that's because if he knew what it meant. (laughs) Oh, he'd probably still be one. Actually, he'd be like, oh, that's what I'm doing right now. Have you seen my bank account? Have you seen my pool? Anyway, here's Jack Pasobic claiming that he had to explained to Charlie Kirk what a glory hole is. And I'm just not buying this. I mean, I understand that the clip's going to be what it is, but I'm pretty sure Charlie Kirk knew what a glory hole is. He's just trying to pretend to be like some kind of wholesome Christian guy now instead of like some kind of secular libertarian free speech guy.
7: What's
12: Matt Walsh tweeted something interesting. What What is that? Um well, um, this is certainly the type of thing that we wouldn't normally be able to talk about, but here we are on thought crime, and we can talk about this now. Matt Malsh has tweeted that they obtained that Daily Wire obtained internal documents from Fox News employees that Fox Corp is celebrating Pride Month by encouraging employees to read
3: about quote glory holes. <laughs> i I would i'd love to i'd love to be the person at fox news if this is true which you know you know but i'd love to be the person at fox news that got to write the glory hole memo (laughs) it would live in infamy gay dave in the glory hole memo a fox news story supporting a group that gives sterilization homo uh, hormones to homeless youth
12: and deployed woke ai to monitor everyone what is a glory hole oh
3: shut up charlie Um, i want to see if there's an actual definition
12: here
7: is is this something that that is considered to be commonplace knowledge it, it it
3: yes charlie yes and you know what it is I think there in was a circles. I think there was a a, All
12: right, a certain of it, it is a I think type there was a, a of sexual oh, that's terrible. paraphernalia, I guess you could say. Why is wait, 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 oh,
3: paraphernalia? Oh, yeah,
4: that is the there's something a
3: paraphernalia
8: that's disgusting.
12: I so know <laughs> it's <laughs> not. I do it's a, it's don't want a whole Why
3: is it disgusting? Pretty sure Google knows about this forever. Your ads are going to
7: be like that for the rest of time now. Disgusting. Wait, Charlie, how did that come right up for you like that? I typed it in cuz I'm like I, I thought we Google. had blocks on. Yeah, on I this had, internet I thought
12: we had blocks here mm-hmm. on this internet.
7: I for, don't
3: understand. Wait, so then why we do have Fox- blocks on our internet here? So we Charlie can't look up a glory hole? Is that? what he- <laughs> Oh, you sweet summer child. Also, I don't believe that he doesn't know what a glory hole is. Fuck that shit. He knows what a glory hole is.
7: Wait, they're subsidizing glory holes for their employees?
3: I mean, I wouldn't. You know, there's a big history of sexual misconduct and shit at Fox News. So I. I wouldn't be super surprised if they had him, but <laughs> Charlie knew what the fuck it meant. He was just pretending, pretending to be wholesome and sweet. He ain't wholesome or sweet. He's Charlie Kirk. Anyway, we got one more before we're going into red light. Uh, don't worry, uh, podcast listeners. You can catch the rest of this show. It'll be for free on Patreon. So I'm giving you less than the two hours that we've, I've been giving you lately. Although the show is intended to be an hour, but just the the things have gone so completely turbo that there's no way we could do an hour and cover even half even a third of the potato patch only pay 75% jeff here's charlie kirk what's in your fridge show is brought
7: to you by blackout coffee it is powered by blackout coffee family owned committed to conservative values
3: from sourcing the beans to the roasting. Yo, so there's some company out there, right? That's creating all this coffee that they're white labeling and let you put like you put your label on and then they just ship it for you with your label and whatever you want to believe is what they is what the label says. They're not making, this isn't a coffee roasting company. This is a drop shipper. Uh, Jeremy from the quartering does this. It's probably the same fucking people. Process customer support go to
7: blackoutcoffee.com slash charlie
3: like fourth wall for chuds but it's just coffee
7: that is blackoutcoffee.com slash charlie super happy to partner with them 100% endorsement check it out for all your coffee needs we are now having to I'm I'm guilty of this I I'm going through my kitchen I'm going to my refrigerator and I'm starting to ask the question Well, is this ketchup bottle woke mom did you buy the woke ketchup mom is this mustard i mean literally we're at the place now where we have to go through is the company that makes this? and so blackoutcoffee.com slash charlie i'm sure all many of you are coffee drinkers because you're high energy
3: <laughs> oh this guy doesn't cook i didn't know how to cook yeah we're going through his refrigerator he probably still lives at his mom's house all right well that was that that was the podcast part of the show uh podcast listeners head on over to patreon.com slash you can uh, get the show for free you don't have to log in or anything you can just download it you can download the audio or the video also maybe i'll publish the whole show on the uh, odyssey website for all to see i <clears throat> can't really publish a uh, red light on um on youtube you know because they get a little confused you cover some misinformation and then they you know they either are uh, motivated to pretend that you're the one spreading it because you're criticizing the misinformation you found on YouTube or just the computer systems like this looks like misinformation and we're going to get rid of it. So, um, I don't know, give us money. I'm producer Dave. You can find me on grinder. This is going to be boomers by Periscope. This is usually when I say, uh, I'm going to turn the lights red, but they already are red, but I am going to change the contents of my drink. I'll see everybody on the flip side. Live viewers, you know, just hang out.
0: Plex and want to keep the conversation going with the hosts and community when we're not live? Then join our Discord server at discord.me Echoplex. We have text channels, voice channels, meme repositories, and a whole section of screenshots that we don't even remember where they came from. Come join the Now Space on Discord at discord.me Echoplex.